week on Four Guys in a Comic, the Avengers team met their doom with doom. Wolverine turned to rubber. Nova turned to blocks. Captain America's last stand against Thanos ended in his death. Speaking of death, she has yet been impressed by Thanos, who has now cleared the battlefield to make way for the confrontation against the Celestials. Who will prevail? Who will die? Will the Watcher get off his duff and do something? These questions and more are about to be answered. Prepare for the conclusion of part three of the Infinity Gauntlet, brought to you by the man called Nova, Cadus of the Hammer, Rusty Surfer of Zenlaw, and I, Red Skull, the master of your universe. All right, speaking of universes, why don't we go ahead and get started with this? We are on issue five of part three of our podcast. So, what do you guys think? Oh, man, we're about to get this conclusion now. We're starting to see the Celestials show up. Even the cover is uh, like, what are you going to do, Thanos, against this big of a foe? Yeah, any any cover that has a, uh, a very aggressive-looking and angry Galactus is bound to be a good story. They look like a, like a metal band. <laughs> yeah, it does. Look, it looks like it could be a hard rock band. The Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos is the guy in the, in the crowd with the lighter. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet lighter, yeah. Oh. There's a metaphor in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> First page, great. Look at me. I'm the Watcher. Guess what I do? I like the watch. He's just cool. I've looked at it getting his first appearance here and there, and it's the same thing as Dang's uh, Silver Surfer and Galactus, and it's like, why? Yeah, I know. He's not that big of a character, but he's a cool character. Exactly. Well, see, that's something that I really like about the Watcher himself, is that in any story arc, if the Watcher shows up, it's going to be a big deal. You know, he's like, hey, i got to observe this. <laughs> It's like almost instant canon story, you know. What yeah. I mean? yeah, unless he's you know, unless he's the watcher that appears in Deadpool with like the the backwards hat and all of that. I think that's pretty ridiculous, right? That's or like the Boy George wa- uh, watcher. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, I think my favorite watcher stuff that I've seen so far has actually been in the new Nova series. I've really enjoyed seeing the watcher in there and guide uh, young Nova through his quest. Um, I know Nova. You read Nova. Nova? I do, I do. And it's unfortunate that that only happens for a certain number of issues. Yeah, you I know, know it. What is, uh, I still want to know what the hell the Watcher was doing with everyone in, in Original Sin and just chilling there. And I mean, he wasn't what, doing anything. He was he wasn't, no, he wasn't chilling. He was doing <laughs> yeah. Let me get my eyeballs ripped out real fast. <laughs> no big deal. Let me just make uh, Red Skull's uh, biggest foe the Watcher now. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It is just and what. Well, and I mean, still to this day, what did he say to Thor? Okay, <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, no, but uh, no. but I got to tell you though. I mean, which is worse? What happened with with the Watcher's eye at the end, or what happened with the Watcher's eye being worn and basically as just a fancy hat? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like let's no, take I, this C-list villain and make him important for five minutes. Yeah. <sighs> but I have my conspiracy theory on what uh, was said to Thor. What do you I think? I just think he just Hell Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly Thor was like, no. <laughs> 
All right, we're getting way off topic here. Yeah, we are. But it's okay. So the Watcher yeah. floating there in space basically saying that, you know, stuff's about to happen. I need to watch because, you know, that's what I do other than, you know, polish my massive dome. Um, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. His head's the size of the, the width of his shoulders. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they show up there at uh, Thanos' floaty palace. And uh, it's it it's about to go down. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, whenever you see that many celestials show up at once, you know it's a big deal because you never really see that many important people in one panel, especially for a Marvel comic before this. I mean, they didn't really have that many crossovers. And, I mean, you see Thanos sitting there, and he's like, that which you challenge is beyond even your mystic understanding be gone, foolish godlings, or suffer my celestial wrath. And he's saying that to people that like the Beyonder, uh, Galactus, um, I mean, even Chaos and Infinity, everybody. He's yeah. saying it's everybody. Yeah, it looks like three or two of the celestials love and hate uh, Galactus, Epic, Order and Chaos. Uh, can't see who else is there, but yeah, it's it's quite a bit of the you know most powerful beings in the in the multiverse. Oh and yeah, look at that panel where you were just reading what he was saying, and I the I look at that panel and all I think of is the uh, Star Wars uh, poster. Star Wars poster. I was actually just about yeah. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you because you've got Thanos there with his his fist upraised, mm-hmm. you know, and then you've got. Uh, then you've got she Thanos there, you know, clutching onto his leg, just like Princess Leia is doing in yeah, the exactly. she Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know she Thanos. Well, I mean, come on, it's she Thanos. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, because if there's anyone that Thanos loves more than death, it's himself. Yeah. Yep. Psychological issues. You know what's cool though is like beyond that, we start to see this. Uh, I mean, they do a play on colors a lot in this story. And we see uh, Mephisto and Arrow sitting there with a whole bunch of red. And, I mean, it's cool to see that Arrow's is still a big part of this. He's got his hands clutched. I mean, like, he can't move them. They're chained in these little, I guess, weird version of handcuffs. And Mephisto's just like, hey, just watch what Thanos, your brother's going to do. He's going to give us a show right now. You're going to be impressed. Yeah, he's just taunting him. So I guess... And he still doesn't have a mouth. Yeah. So I don't know, I guess definitions of big part in this really do differ, but he's basically and he's basically scared and it's just trying to show us how, how big a deal this is. We see Nebula's beautiful face again. <laughs> beautiful melty face. Yeah. yeah. Um I, I think the whole reason that Eros is there is just to uh, to bear witness. I mean, you know, bear witness for the Titans. Now, sure, the Watcher is there to you know bear witness for for everybody, but that's uh, more of a on the ground accounting. You know, he's like their sideline reporter. No, definitely. And <laughs> coming from the Watcher today. <laughs> 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 We got a big, scary-toothed devil guy that's a uh, talking mess to uh, Thanos' brother. And he's calling, out, he's calling things out like it was a football place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, I, I do have to agree with Rusty there. That is, that is one, 
one dangerous looking grill he's got going there. Yeah, it is. And I know throughout the series, though, I keep looking at him and I keep comparing him in this to Judas. Yeah, just, that makes sense. It, it, that's, that's, the, that's the feel that I get from him. He's always whispering into Thanos' ear recommendations and things that in the end are um, come to his own benefit. Everyone has their little uh, devil and angel on their shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, after that whole uh, little speech that he gives to uh, to Eros, he's, he's basically saying, you know, just just watch. Just watch. You're not going to last very long, but watch while it's going to happen. And, and while it does, you know, just revel in the, the sheer power of Thanos. And, uh, and then it pops over to Doctor Strange. And he's, you know, looking through his crystal ball. And uh, it looks like he's looking at Adam Warlock and Silver Surfer through the crystal ball there. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just trying to uh, to to get a, a status update. It looks like, and uh, he's he's just, you know, Earth's Earth's people are they're done. It, that battle's over with. It's time to hit them with the heavy hitters. Um, that what what uh, what Adam Warlock calls Eternity's Cosmic Brigade. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What I want to know is why didn't you just send them all in together at once? It was in the script. <laughs> they needed to make this last longer than four issues. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is going way money. better than we assumed. So we'll add two issues. Now now, Red, I, I really I you know, I really want to hear you read in a very dramatic fashion the uh the catchphrase of Stephen Strange. There, <laughs> on this next page, after as he's talking to to Adam Warlock, you know, because he looks really surprised, and then what does he say, Red? <laughs> By the hoary ghost of Haggith. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> By the uh, hoary ghost of Haggith, an engagement of that magnitude could. <laughs> it's the hoary hosts of Hogath. <laughs> okay, see, I got to put my reading glasses on, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Come on, old man, you can do this. <laughs> I believe in you. Oh, I can make the screen bigger. Look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Okay. Nice. So what is what is Doctor Strange say at Red Skull? Right. By the hoary hosts of Hoggoth. I swear he has the. Sorry, I swear he's got the funniest sayings. Yeah. <laughs> I like how in uh, you know in in Doctor Strange comics, it's like every time he casts a spell, it's saying you know what spell he's casting and what page of what book. <laughs> but you know what's really cool is after we go past this Doctor Strange thing, we see a full page spread of just. Crazy magic, and I mean, I'm assuming the eyes are of the Watcher, and it kind of looks yeah. like they—he doesn't have any eyes, so it's like. Well, yeah, I can see that. Really, I mean, they most of the time when you see the Watcher, it's either blacked out eyes like that, or it looks like uh, like star flares, yeah. Uh, yeah, and his eyes and his mouth, like it showed earlier, uh, just to kind of show just how cosmically powerful he is. And here we actually have him talking for once, which is a unusual occurrence for him. Yeah. 
Next thing you know, he might actually do something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the uh, you know the celestial clash. You know, as they go into battle, they're saying that there's so much power being wielded that entire solar systems in the immediate vicinity are ravaged by the effects. Now, you know, you see a lot of of you know clashes causing you know power waves to to go you see it a lot in hulk and things like that but i mean on the level of enough to to uh, cost billions of lives in an instant i mean that is that is immensely powerful you know going through these next few pages it's weird just seeing how death saves nebula and Eros, and after that we see Silver Surfer sitting there doubting a warlock, and I mean, if you've read anything previous to this of warlock or surfer, you know that both of them went through their own experiences of how to deal with things right before this, and with Silver Surfer, he had an encounter with the Impossible Man, who told him that if he's going to encounter this, that he needs to be more humorous about it. And he's really not being less humorous about this. I mean, he's being more lenient than usual, but he's not being really less humorous about this. And Warlock, in previous to this, um, kind of needed to uh, prove himself, but really what he learned is that he was too serious about things. So now you see Surfer just being like, hey, what are you doing? And, Sur and then we see Warlock, who's like, oh, you know, I'm just doing what I'm going to do. You know, I'm not taking the super... And really, in either situation, due to previous stories, it seems that both of them could handle this situation in a snap, but they're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that just, that just goes to the gravity of the situation. And... Um Interesting segue. Speaking of gravity, uh, just the power unleashed by this attack, by this this clash, has actually knocked the planet Earth loose from its orbit. And it's saying it's drifting away from its sun, um, which kind of alludes to a couple of things that were happening previously. Uh, saying it, it's a dimensional distortion cascade spiral, spiraling too near to the fragile world. Yeah, and we we see that its woes increase a thousandfold as Anihilus and his swarm uh, basically invade Earth. So now not only have you got Thanos wreaking havoc throughout the entire universe, but we've got the Earth being well basically destroyed. I mean, it's losing, it's lost its orbit. Uh, the poo has hit the fan. Yeah, yeah, and and see, I mean, Annihilus is a is a big enough threat on the best of days, but you know, to catch the earth while it's reeling and the strongest of the earth's defenders are all dead or missing. You know, yeah. Or missing, but I mean, mostly dead from what, uh, from the previous battle on Thanos's little throne world. It's, it's not looking good. Most definitely not looking good. Yeah. And then we see Thanos and he's standing just, doesn't seem like he's been affected his gauntlet's just in the air and Taraxia is beside him crying on her knees and I really like the two little pieces of text here Thanos defends his divinity let the heavens tremble you know it's cool that you see this and once again he's playing off those bright colors again uh, 
Inker did a great job here, but you see him just standing on this little piece of, I guess, his throne, and it really shows how powerful he is, especially going on the next, like, panel or the page. You see two big, uh, it's not even multiple panels, it's just two pictures of the earth, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, everything is gone. He, yeah, it, yeah it, it's ridiculous how much power he has. Well, the, the funny thing is, is the Celestials are using planets as weapons of war. They're literally throwing them at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, come on. In in uh, what was it? No, whenever they uh, they had to deal with Sentry being the Void, you know, they were able to take the Void out, which was you know an extremely powerful entity in and of himself. They took him out with a helicarrier. And now they're throwing multiple planets at Thanos and not able to uh, to really affect him at all. So that just gives you a, a, a clue as to just how powerful Thanos is with this Infinity Gauntlet at full power. Well, and then Kronos throws him through time, which doesn't do anything either. Mm-hmm. Because he has the time gem, the time which gem. allows him to manipulate time. <laughs> And we we get we see more of this happening. Lord Order and Master Chaos try uh, try to dichotomize him, and that doesn't work either. It's basically we get to see all these cosmic uh, entities that have always been described and talked about with such uh, power seem powerless against this one character and his glove, his mitten. His mitten. <laughs> it's cold outside. Oh, don't even. It's cold in space. He's got his little mitten on. <laughs> it says mitten to rule them all. Let's put it that way. <laughs> One toboggan to rule them all. Oh. <laughs> He's standing on it right now. A little piece of his <laughs> throne. But you see all these cosmic entities just trying everything they can over the next few pages it's really colorful see a lot of pinks purples and yellows and i mean it's ridiculous everything that they try to do and you can see the distress in thanos's face even on uh page 15 of this issue and i mean he's even like by the heavens what am i doing giving those wretches wretches exactly what they deserve yeah, he's, he's got a split personality thing going on, and yeah. we find out that's because of Mistress Love and Sire Hate. Yeah, and I can't imagine just trying to draw these uh, panels out. I mean, yeah, we've got this panel. Look at all the stars in that. Yeah. There's yeah. literally, like, hundreds and hundreds of stars in there. That's just a lot of work and detail that went into this. And I really like this next panel with Mephisto. It just looks so, so funny and so Mephisto. So yeah, Mephisto pops in and, and, you know, he just watched Thanos just take out all of these celestial entities. And, you know, Mephisto is pretty powerful in and of himself, but I don't think he has any, any chance of holding a candle to, to Thanos, but nevertheless, he, he just pops in and he's trying to take the infinity gauntlet from him. And Thanos is like Mephisto, uh, no, <laughs> he, he just he he he's like no that no it's not gonna happen not at all, and then he just grabs him by the throat and you know he's like um, 
Yeah, see, I kind of expected you to do this, but uh, yeah, a little too early there, buddy. And uh, saying he's going to pay for it dearly. And what happens? You know, we see uh, Death here, and he's like, you too betray me? And Death just gives him that stone face, and then we see the Thanos fist bomb. He's yeah. like, no, with the gauntlet and everything. And even with That's, the gauntlet, he learns finally that he cannot win over death. No. So I'm coining that right now, Infinity Facepalm. Infinity Facepalm, hashtag. But, I mean, after that page, we see one of the coolest pages you see in Infinity Gauntlet. You see all the Celestials working together with Galactus in the middle, shooting a giant blast at Thanos, who is saying no. And I don't know why, but Apoc is over in the corner just chilling, not doing anything. And no, it looks like it looks like Apoc, or it's it's uh, Epic, actually, is how you Epic, pronounce that. Apoc, whatever. Well, Epic as in the time frame. Um, but I like but how yeah. you have the Watchers just sitting there, just chilling, just observing everything. Well, yeah, but to go back to the to the panel with everybody hitting Thanos, uh, even Mephisto and Death are, are joining in with all of the uh, Celestials. And what happens? Absolutely nothing. You know, he's still smiling. He's, it looks like he's made out of pure energy at this point, but, uh, you know, not not doing anything. And then next next panel... It looks like he's got all of the Celestials blocked behind a barrier, and he's standing on his uh, his throne again. But uh, one major difference now, his throne does no longer have the faces of death. It's got it's got his own his own head sculpted there in the in the pillars. You know, we talked about this in an earlier issue, and we thought that it changed, and it didn't. But now it actually changed. There's no denying that he changed oh. the pillars of death to Thanos. Yeah, and how many times has he rebuilt his little floating island now? I think, what, three? Four, five. Three or four, four or something like that? Quite a few times. Yeah. But I love oh. the next panel there. You know, he's standing there, fist in the air. For I am Thanos! I am supreme! Yeah. Which he is. You know, he's, he's defeated everybody so far. Except for... Warlock and Silver Surfer. And we do still see, over in the little bubble, we still see uh, Eros and Zombie Lady just floating there near the Watcher. Yep, because uh, um, Death put her in that bubble to put them in the bubble to protect them. Yeah. So, yeah, we still have Warlock, we still have Surfer, but everybody else has been defeated. There you see yeah. them in space with bodies floating around them everywhere. You know, it's kind of weird. I mean, you kind of expect it to be Warlock or Surfer if you've read anything previous to this that led up to it. But um, later on, I mean, as you go through and you see all the chunks of people and his old palace and everything else, I mean, you see Thanos saying, I've been expecting you. So, like, he knows this is what it was leading up to. But just when you think it might be Surfer or Warlock, you see Eternity pop up of all people. And it's like, how's he going to beat the fabric of space? He's Thanos. 
He's Thanos, yeah, basically. <laughs> and and finally, see, we know how powerful Thanos is at this point because he finally got out of his chair. Yeah, but he left his island and he went to go fly on to try and fight and defend yourself, Titan, against the entity known as Eternity. Yeah, and it's it's again, it's a uh, we 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 shift perspective back over to Warlock and Surfer. And it just looks like this giant vortex of light that I'm presuming could only be, you know, the the battle between the two. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out, from what I've seen, it's always been said that Silver Surfer and Warlock are a galaxy away. And this is like a pure, the whole page is essentially light. So this is a pretty damn big impact. You know, it's crazy because after we see uh, Warlock and Silver Surfer interacting with each other, we go back to Doctor Strange. I mean, they're back in the Sanctum Sanctorum. And you go to the next page and you see this giant cosmic event happening. And it's like, by the heavens, Thanos has succeeded in imprisoning even all-powerful Eternity. All is lost. And you think that right then and there, what the hell is gonna be? Thanos. He's even beat the fabric of space. Nothing is immune to the Infinity Gauntlet. What can stop him? And we get to that last page where Thanos looks like he is finally all that is and there will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, what I would like to say though is the page where he's got uh, he's got Eternity imprisoned along with all of the, the other cosmic forces. You know, he's he's on his throne and and uh, she, Thanos, is like, Master, my lover, speak to me. And Thanos is taking a nap because he would be sleepy after this. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. He, he appears and he actually appears much like Eternity. Uh, just his, his, you know, half, half visible, mostly space visage in the, the cosmos. And that's how he appears to be talking is just it, it's obvious at this point that he is all powerful uh and, and even his uh, his speech bubbles have changed to reflect that power and he's like what would you have me say he's even he's way bigger than even the celestials are he's an enormous compared to them yeah and and just i i love the art in here because just the way it's drawn it just exudes raw power and, you know, the Watcher, the perspective shifts away to the Watcher, so you can actually see just how big Thanos appears. And and I'm just going to read the, this panel here. It says, Thanos has now thoroughly usurped Eternity's rightful position as the center of all reality in this sphere. This Watcher can only conclude that a valiant effort to save this plane of existence has failed. For the Watcher to say that... You know, it's over. That's pretty huge because he can at, see everything at that time. Yeah. And now it's his motto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what? So now that Thanos is, you know, supreme, you know, and he's in his new celestial body, his regular body is basically in a comatose state. So now comes a pivotal part of our story. You know, he's just in his throne. Um, unconscious, basically, his body, 
original Cosmic vibe. Yep. Cosmic and here nap. comes Nebula. Uh, she comes up to him, and what does she do? She takes the gauntlet out of his hand. And I'm going to tell you all, this I called. I'm Since the first issue, I thought she was the one. You, know, you thought so? Yep, I did. Thought, I actually figured Red that, was going to show up. <laughs> or Nick Fury. like, Red Skull is going to be there, and he's going to just take it all. But you know what? Nick, For some Nick reason, Fury I had a in. feeling that she was going to trick him somehow. But I like how they played this out where, you know, Thanos just got so big, and he just ended up... You know, not just basically not using his head. He defeated himself in many ways. Yeah. And, and they said that basically, I think it was in, in issue one, where the only person that can stop Thanos is Thanos himself. And that's what happened. You know, his, yeah. his pride got in the way. He was like, yeah, I've thoroughly subjugated all the people that I've allowed to stay on my throne. You know, Nebula is not a threat because she's, you know, I basically zombified her. She has no brain. And and sure enough, she she takes the the gauntlet off of his his hand, and just the appearance, it just looks like all of that cosmic power that Thanos was exuding has now been just ripped back into his body. And yeah, sure, I mean he's a titan, so he's still going to be powerful. But without the uh, Infinity Gauntlet, you know he is he is much much weaker by an order of magnitude. And Nebula puts the gauntlet on and is restored. Yeah. Can I just say her restoration little bubble there? She it's very much like an announcer. Nebula steps away from the edge of oblivion. <laughs> Nebula steps away <laughs> from the edge of oblivion. Yes. <laughs> so she's obviously upset after the, the games that Thanos has played with her. And she says, you know what I've yearned for? Revenge. And it's great how you see one panel. It, it's Nebula, Thanos, and Taraxia, and then the two purples just pop away. Yeah, it's crazy. And right after that, you go back to the three most important people, uh, Surfer, Warlock, and Strange, and they're like, the newly christened Almighty is deranged from months of pain and anguish. Strange, have I need, I have need of your mystic talents. And then all of a sudden, who pops back up? Thanos. And it's like, wait a minute, weren't you gone a second ago? Well, yeah, it's just, you know, they just, she, she with a thought, just got rid of Thanos. Like, just sent him somewhere else. You know, get out of my face, I'm done with you. And, and they, they pop up, Thanos and she Thanos, floating in space. And, you know, he's like, Oh, uh, oops, I didn't make Taraxia able to survive in space. I'm going to miss her. <laughs> so, you know, her dead body's just floating in space, and he's like, meh, whatever. Whatevs, I'll find someone new. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he, he says here, he's like, this body shall endure long after my spirit succumbs to this exile Nebula has banished me to. So basically, he is feeling utterly defeated, and I feel sorry for him not one bit. Um, you know, just drifting in space. He, he sounds very, oh, woe is me. Yeah. In infinity to mull on my sins and follies. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he, what? Dr. A Strange mystic portal? Throws, yeah. Dr. Strange throws out a portal for him, and 
<laughs> there he is. Uh, you know, the overgrown California raisin pops up in the Sanctum Sanctorium. And Thanos is like, wait a minute, what? Adam Warlock? Why have you brought me here? <laughs> and, and, and Doctor Strange is like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. and, and of course, Silver Surfer's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and Surfer's like, no, no. Or uh, Adam Warlock tells, tells Surfer, no, you know. But, uh, you know, of course, after everything that Thanos has put Surfer through, he, he sure does attack. He, he they, they start a rumble. I think it's crazy that it takes uh, Thor and Hulk to hold Thanos back. It's like, all right. And then you, over on the other side, you got uh, Drax and Fire Lord being like, nope, hold on, Silver Surfer. And Doom's well, just I mean, you know, the background. Yeah, yeah, Doom's just there. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of going back to what I was saying earlier. Even without the Infinity Gauntlet, you know, uh, Thanos is still a titan, and they are supremely powerful beings in and of themselves. And then, of course, you know, Surfer can hold his own against them because power cosmic granted by Galactus. But uh, but yeah, I mean, the, it, like the the main gang is all there, at least the ones that survived. Um, you've got Strange and and uh, Adam Warlock, of course. Hulk and Thor are definitely uh, holding Thanos back. Fire Lord and Drax holding Surfer back, and then, as you said, Doom is just kind of chilling there in the background, being fairly useless right now. And then it shifts back right, it shifts right back over to, uh, to Nebula with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, and speaking of Thanos' strength as a Titan, we see that it wasn't just physical strength, it was uh, mental strength as well, because Nebula's struggling with the overload, the sensory overload of having control over all reality i'm sure it's not something easy to consider or grasp in your mind so we see this uh i don't know i'll give it a whirl <laughs> of course you would <laughs> sure you would you damn the cube wasn't soul. enough the cube wasn't enough <laughs> cube in one hand <laughs> in the other oh lord anyway all but of a sudden uh, red skull's skull explodes <laughs> <laughs> again in fact yeah right but uh, so she's she's like as Nova was saying here, you know, she considers briefly uh, escaping into uh, to catatonic oblivion because it is just too much for her. Um, and then uh, you know, you see once again the throne world, the little floaty island has changed, and you see Nebula's face on the pillars now. And <laughs> I don't know. I just say I think it's funny that this this little floaty throne island has changed so much uh, throughout this art. I think it's a good attention to detail and, and to make for the artist to have been able to think of that idea and to continue to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cool. I mean, it's kind of a because uh, let's be honest, power keeps shifting. Um, you know, it, it, at first it's. Uh, it's Thanos by himself, and then it's Thanos for death, and then it's just Thanos, and now it's it's Nebula. It, it's just kind of a, a physical representation to try and help us keep along with the uh, with the story there. But uh, but yeah, uh, if, it's saying here that if she made that choice to enter into catatonic oblivion, then just because she made the choice while controlling the Infinity Gauntlet, the entirety of reality would join her in that dark oblivion. 
So she's got to keep a handle on it because it's not just like what was Than- like Thanos was trying to do and just wield it like a hammer and use it just for its power of uh, essentially offensive power. You know, when you've got all the Infinity Gems and the Infinity Gauntlet, you are responsible for everything, not just your own gains. And I don't think that's something that Thanos ever really paid attention to. What's going on now, Nova? Well, we've got, uh, I guess, the Knights of the Round Table talking again about, you know, Warlock's plan, his design, and they all agree, yeah, it's the right thing to do, the same way they did a few issues ago, and of course, the same way he disagreed a few issues ago, Doom is once again putting up a fight, and he has the claim now that Warlock and Thanos are working together, because they used to be comrades. Now, I'm unfamiliar with when that happened. Rusty, can you give any input towards Warlock and Thanos team, teaming up? Uh, Warlock and Thanos teamed up in the early uh, Warlock series when he first uh, debuted. And I think it was in, like, Warlock number 9. Adam Warlock himself was imprisoned by an extreme religious planet. And Thanos showed up with Gamora, of all people, to really liberate warlock to uh, stop magus in his first assault against warlock and if you know magus is the future self of warlock and um warlock wanted to prevent himself from becoming evil and becoming magus and so he teamed up with thanos to stop the evil magus in the current storyline from becoming the all-powerful, almighty, supreme being. And in the end of it, I mean, spoiler alert, you learn that Thanos really was doing all this so on his own agenda. He knew about the stones, and he knew about what his idea of what was going to eventually happen. And it's interesting because Jim Starling kind of alluded to Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet this early in the series, maybe... 10 to 15 years previous to the actual story coming out. Yeah, definitely. A uh, couple of things. You know, this this was actually something that uh, Chris Claremont was really well known for, you know, sowing the seeds for storylines that would slowly be built up uh, here and there throughout the, uh, the background story. He did a lot of that for X-Men quite a bit. Um, Speaking of X-Men, you know, there's a little parallel that can be drawn. You know, you've got Warlock and Magus in the, of course, the Adam Warlock series uh, that is not to be confused with Warlock and Magus from the New Mutants series, uh, the uh, techno-organic beings. Um, Techno-organic? Is that what they're called? uh, They're technarchies. They are from the technarchy. Narcs. Yeah, they're narcs. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, it's not to be confused with them. Uh, I myself had had issue at when I was younger, really just getting into comics. When people are like, "Oh yeah, it was great when uh, when Magus was after Warlock and the X Men," and and I was like, "Wait a minute, what? When, when did they ever have a crossover thing?" But it was actually talking about the other Warlock and Magus. Poor naming. That well, you know, different naming. series. Well, that's like having two Batman. Yeah, right? Just kidding. Or Batman and Man Bat. <laughs> Batmite, Batman, and Man Bat. Still not Magus and Magus. <laughs> uh, true, true. But it is Robin and Robin and Robin. Adam Warlock and Magus. 
<laughs> that would be funny if they like said, "Okay, in this corner we have Warlock, and in this corner we have Magus, and they're they're the other one. <laughs> it's not actually our intended opponents." Every time the camera changes, it's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird though is Magus is like a purple color, just like Thanos, and it's like, is there a theme? Is purple evil? Well, I mean, that's like Disney movies where lime green is evil. Every yeah, time you right. see something lime green and magic-y, it's all evil. Womp womp. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to the Disney, story. Disney is not an official sponsor. Uh, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> not at this point, you're right. <laughs> so we see Warlock and Thanos talking, and basically Warlock tells him, listen, I've got you figured out. I know what your problem is. Uh, while I was part of the Soul Gem, I figured out what your real desire is. And it's basically that you don't want, you can't see yourself succeeding. The more power you have, the more you doubt yourself and the more it makes you, the easily you're defeated because of it. Okay, so Thanos basically says, I'll help you guys. Okay, no problem. Uh, You figured me out, you're right. We need to solve this problem we have. And once again, we see them teleporting thanks to the one and only Stephen Strange. And where are they teleporting to? To get a simultaneous punch from Hulk and Drax with Thor's hammer Mjolnir dead center in her face as well. That's pretty, uh, that's quite a hit. Yeah, it's like, really, are you going to, you're just going to push everything all at once. And that's just going to knock out the person with the uh, control of everything that exists right now, right? You know, one solitary punch should just be able to do in... The people with the uh, Infinity Stones. It worked for Thanos earlier. Why not? <laughs> well, this is why not. Uh, you know, they they punch her, sure, and in yeah. a blink, they are essentially bound by the uh, by the very flagstones of the ground itself. Yeah. Um, you know, every and everybody is is uh, is stuck. I mean, they they can't get out, and she's just like. Yeah, see that didn't work. It it uh, it just no stop. <laughs> so now that was actually sarcasm on my part because I was like, yeah, they all do that. <clears throat> Why? Why would they? It did not work before. Why try that again? Uh, they think <laughs> well because it's yeah, a girl. It's oh, a girl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's more just you know. Hey, it's a new wielder. Let's let's see if she learned anything, and mm. um, she did. <laughs> she. Yeah. She was like, no, it did, it, you know, it's not, it's just not going to work. Um, Can you imagine drawing these little bricks? Like, nah. I know, right? I couldn't imagine. Like, the, the detail of the background is just ridiculous. And yeah. I would shoot myself if I had to do this. I mean, I would feel like I'm taking, like, months to try and draw this out and make it as detailed as this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate drawing bricks and chains, but uh, it's... You just got- feel anxious drawing these little things and... You know. <laughs> Yeah, you've got a an interconnecting blob, and you just have to make sure that all the bricks fit. But you uh, yeah. really see this kind of detail anymore. Uh-uh, no. But uh, you know, she's like, okay, so so yeah, these guys came after me, but now I know who sent them. So it's her bro, Thanos. Yeah, hey, bro. He shows up with some support. Yeah, there's three that challenge her power, and it's Thanos or Thanos. Doctor Strange and Adam Warlock. And Thanos was nautical. There's four yeah. of that challenge him as Silver Surfer too. 
Yeah, and and Rusty, you'll be happy. Thanos actually has another glove now. I know, right? Look at that. He's got another <laughs> yeah. glove. Priorities. He was exactly. like, let me feel symmetrical for a second. And I'm like, All I like right. that. She goes, you got my Thanos is here with help from your little friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. And Surfer's like, little, two uh, little friends. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yep, that concludes that issue of issue five, which brings us to the final issue, issue six. The final battle. Oh, yeah. And you know what the cool thing is? I have issue six, so... Uh-oh, Get ready for ads. ads. <laughs> uh, so. so, issue six, the final battle. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the issue. The cover of the issue is pretty dang cool. You see Nebula in full form again, and she is just holding Thanos up like a rag doll, and it's like, really? You know, Thanos is just getting his butt whooped. Yeah, and, and all like our heroes in the background yeah. about ready to stomp on them. Where it's like, okay, I thought they were all encased in uh, stone, but <laughs> I guess we're well, not supposed to notice. I that do part. notice that there is somebody who is conspicuously absent. Doom, Doom, he's not there. It's just got Adam Warlock, Thor, Drax, Hulk, Stephen Strange, and Surfer. There is no Doom. Well, well, you got to think sure. about Doom compared to those characters of this time. He's not like he's God right now. So no. he's just uh, some dude that can do magic. Yeah. <laughs> With a cool it's mask. Just, yeah. It's just... Well, that's not stopping Doc Strange. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he no. is the... Um, Sorcerer uh, Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. He's got the Supreme Cojones. <laughs> By yeah. the hoary hosts of Hogoth. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's cool, though? In the actual issue, you flip the page and you see an ad of uh, Smash TV, which, <laughs> uh, if you used to play that game, it was pretty dang cool, and it's nice to see an ad for it. It was I don't remember it. You it never played it? Oh, man. No. You missed out. So here's something I like about the uh, the first page. Uh, just the, the twisted visage of Thanos in one of the gems. Um, and it's something I noticed that's different is on the the actual comic book, there is text boxes here, but on the electronic copy, uh, there's not. There's no there's no text here. What does that say there, Rusty, on your copy? Um, really? There's no text. Yeah, on my copy it says power. It is a quality that must be cultivated and nurtured. It is a reward to be earned through intellect and patience. It cannot be gained and held through chance. In the wrong hands, it will only prove self-destruction. And then you see just Thanos with his big purple smile in the gem. Yeah, and see, I wonder if that's because I'm actually reading the uh, the collected works, the, the, the trade paper and not an individual issue. That could be it, too. Um because it looks like in Nova's omnibus, he's got uh, all that text, but there is none in the uh, the the electronic copy. No. Well, it doesn't really add much to the story, so. Yeah, true enough. It's just extra flavor. Um, but yeah, uh, there there it goes straight into it. You know, on the the free floating satellite, many light years from Earth, the final confrontation. And yeah, it's it's basically got all of the uh, the auxiliary folk 
all around where the the final confrontation is about to take place between Nebula and and Thanos. Now, what do they say there, Nova? Well, one interesting thing I want to mention is the artist changed for this last final issue, um, which is weird. It's Ron Lim who did the Silver Surfer prequel issues. It's still good, but honestly, I didn't really even notice a change um, until now. And yeah, it's just a bit weird for the last issue to, you know, switch the artist. But it is still Starlin writing, right? Yes, it's yep, still Starlin writing. And cool. um, you still have Tom DeFalco as editor-in-chief right now. Is someone that I wish we could get an interview on here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so, so they, they're, they're about to square off, and, and uh, Thanos is like, Nebula, you can't handle what you took from me. You can't do it. Um, just give it back. And, uh, and Nebula's like, hey, and, uh, it looks like Surfer's thinking again, Nebula said two little friends, but three of us accompany Thanos. And so, we see that, yeah, we see that continue on the next page when she keeps talking to Thanos, she traps him in another ball of cubes. <clears> and <throat> we see Warlock basically come up right to her face and Strange and, and Surfer both, they're reading each other's thoughts, I guess they're in sync. And Strange says he stands outside and Silver finishes the realms of chaos and order. And we realize that Nebula doesn't know that Warlock is there. So he, he's invisible. He's to invisible. Um, apparently to the next page, he may have used the game Genie. So <laughs> he used them cheat codes and uh, Warlock became invisible. It, yeah. <laughs> nice. But you see that she's sitting there and she's freaking out. She's like, I'm not capable. And she's like, your reign as supreme being is blasphemy, which cannot be allowed to stand. And by the power of the Infinity Gems, I shall see that it does not. And she truly has faith in herself. But, I mean, everyone else is sitting there and they're looking at her like Surfer and Warlock and Strange. And they all already know that she is not up. To controlling these gems. Yeah, and so Warlock starts, he, he gives Strange the signal, and Strange starts doing his little hand gestures in the back. You know, he's got the heavy metal devil horns hand, and <laughs> his little hit finger gun hand as well, starts doing his magic. And what does Nebula do? She reverts time and everything back to the way it was 24 hours ago. Dope! And we no. go back. <laughs> and we go back to Hulk sitting in his his flashy jumpsuit his in the bar. Suit. Yeah, his leisure <laughs> suit, and he's at the bar. And uh, you know, it says the the wish becomes reality, and half the universe is resurrected. So all of the people that were presumed lost previously, and they're, they're back. Uh, you see. Like I said, Hulk in the bar, you see the Titans uh, in their little group, and, and and then it goes back to uh, Cloak and Dagger, which, remember, we couldn't figure out what happened with Dagger. I'm assuming that she was one of the ones that was, uh, that was killed uh, previous, but they're in an alley, and then, you know, Doom is sitting there on his throne in Latveria, uh, and it's saying most will remember nothing would have occurred. 
some will have a nagging feeling that something is is or was amiss. Speaking of missing, there is uh, Namor being fish. Glistening. Oh yeah, he has the water dripping off him. He's but the water a- never affects his hair. It is never. always perfect. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is name. It's, it's all that fish oil, you know, <laughs> keeping it back. Ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 fish oil. Got it. Um, and then it said, you know, some some will remember, but uh, but what they remember will prove maddening. And I find that funny that that shows right there on faux Thor. Faux Thor of the beardiness. Yeah. Um, so everybody's pretty much back, you know. Everything as it was 24 hours ago, including Nebula. You know what's crazy, though, is how many ads are in this dang thing. I've come across, like, three already, and now I'm on a Fleer ad for sports cards. And I'm like, all right, stop with the advertisements. Are you really filling this whole issue up with ads? Well, I mean, it's the end of the story, so they they may not have enough pages. (laughs) They're sitting there, and they're like... Geez, you know, everyone's into this right now. We've taken up uh, 1992 by storm. Uh, let's do this. Woo, advertisements. They're going to charge a premium <laughs> price for it, too, being the last issue. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one of the most important things, other than just restoring all of the people that were uh, were killed uh, in Thanos' is his wish to try to impress death, uh, it said that, you know, the returning a frozen planet to its proper orbit. Which, as we heard earlier in last issue, said that uh, that the Earth was was pulled away from the sun, so it started you know getting cold. So it, it put Earth back where it needs to go, and uh, there's a there, let there be celebration throughout the heavens for a false god has fallen. The reins of power once again shift hands, and the game continues. And this is when people stop taking events seriously. Because everything gets reverted back to the way it was. Yeah, it's like, Smiles oh yeah, but by the way, it was just a it was just a dream, you know. Tricked, yeah, time travel, yeah. you know. Enter Secret Wars 2015. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everything's back to the way it was before 24 hours ago, including Nebula back in her zombie form. She really thought that one through. <laughs> yeah. No, so there she is laying on the ground in zombie form with a gauntlet on her, you know, melted hand. And of course, there's Thanos reaching down to grab the gauntlet off. But to save the day, there's Adam Warlock encased him in stone and gave, they basically gave Nebula back the power. Well, you know, I would rather deal with Nebula having the gauntlet than Thanos. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, he did just kill half the universe on a whim. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not going to get you flowers or chocolates. How about the souls of half of everything? Exactly. Touché. And it still didn't work. <laughs> See, now I don't understand why, you know, like Dr. Strange is there in the background. Why did he just use some magic to teleport the, the gauntlet to himself? He's shocked. He is in shock, and that's why what happens on the next page happens. They encase his hand into some kind of prison. Well, we see Warlock start grabbing for the gauntlet himself. And since Nebula still doesn't know he's there, something interesting happens when um, when their hands touch. Uh, interesting, but sad at the same time. Yeah, it looks like a, a blast, just an errant shot, 
hits Silver Surfer dead center of his chest, yeah. and he goes down. Uh, as does Adam Warlock. He he just kind of looks like he just kind of falls out, falls off the the little throne world, and that's two of the heavy hitters gone in an instant. I mean, presumed presumed lost at this point. And of course, Strange is attending to Surfer. And Thanos and Nebula are having their own little conversation. And that's when she turns around and sees all the Celestials behind her. Mm. And it's like, when you least expect it, they return to haunt you. And then you see every big hitter coming up right behind her. And it's like the cosmic beings. And then that's when you see this blank page of no text. And you see a giant explosion sweep out beyond the panel. And you (laughs) see it from black a surfer at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, so one more, one more time with the uh, the the rock band known as the Cosmic Beings. Wow. We should we should add a sound clip of like a double bass pedal going. There you like go. A, yeah, a guitar the Cosmic Beings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, explosion, and it goes from from splintered black all the way to uh, to surprise surfer eyes, and. Where do they end up? Letters. Soul World. They're back in Soul World. They end up back in that Soul Gym, and it's kind of weird that they end up in the gym. I mean, I know that Warlock is connected to it, but we're back in Soul World, and the first question is why. And even Norrin Rat is like, why? Well, I've got to say what Warlock says next. It's all part of his plan. Sounds like someone I know. Sounds like someone I know that wears a cape and cowl. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm plugging Batman into every episode. Every issue. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, you know, and, and the reason they're back in the soul world is because, you know, with all of the time that Adam Warlock had spent there, that's where his power is the greatest. And, yeah, he says it's because it's all part of his plan. The threat to the universe could not be neutralized until the gauntlet was in other hands. So it's kind of come full circle, but uh, but the gauntlet is is with with someone else that doesn't know how to use it as well. So you know that it, it apparently is all part of Adam Warlock's plan. And that brings us to the next two page spread that is once again just breathtaking to look at. All the cosmic beings blasting Nebula. As she flies towards them, I even see Death in the bottom there, blasting her as well. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what is in the actual comic between them? And uh, yeah. uh, with the <laughs> coolest T-shirts you can possibly imagine. <laughs> Spider-Man oh, man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, and then there's a Galactus one and an X-Men one, and I would. Oh my God! If they still made these things, I would rock them in a heartbeat. Yeah, along with your three wolves and a deer and and a, and a moon. <laughs> no, they have one where it's Galactus and the Silver Surfer flying out from behind him like the Herald, and it looks so cool. I yeah. haven't seen a, I haven't seen an ad in recent comics for a while, so I can't really say. But I'm sure they're just as bad now. Yeah. You know yeah, what? Just- they have a black and gray scale Magneto all over print. If uh, you can see it here, hold on. Right there, and it's like, what? Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. That Cut out, shirt. This, 
Yeah, so he probably says, cut out this advertise this coupon plus six UPCs from Marvel Comics <laughs> with three ninety-nine. Yeah, cut this priceless comic book <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that, that wasn't very well thought out. But then again, you know, when have have comic you know publishers ever expected their works to be you know so valuable just yeah. in physical form? You know, I was at a comic shop. Um, earlier this year, and it was uh, Fantastic Four number uh, 39. It was the first appearance of. God, I'm having a brain fart right now. But all I know is I like, looked at it, and you know, I'm like, oh, I want to take a look at the inside of it. I might pick this up. It'd be a cool one to get. And I start foaming through it, and there's all the advertisements had the coupons cut out of the issue. And it went. And the guy brought it down from like two hundred to twenty bucks. Oh wow! Oh, oh, that just makes you want to cry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, getting getting back to uh, to to Infinity War here. So after she's flying off and all of the the cosmic beings are, are attacking Nebula, um, Thanos is like. Of course, such a tactic would have proved futile against me. Like, yeah, I could have done it better. Uh-huh. But, uh, of course, I mean, it's Thanos who's got to complain about something. So, yeah. So, there uh, now it, it flashes back to Adam Warlock and Norrin Red in the Soul World. And uh, they've, they've basically been telling each other about themselves. Because Adam Warlock says, now you know all that is Adam Warlock. And Silver Surfer's like, and you, Norrin Red. So it's like you know everything about each other. That's great. You're besties now. Um, so so essentially, while we've been looking at Nebula getting attacked by all these uh, celestial powers, Warlock's been filling in Silver Surfer to the whole plan. They're bonding. They're bonding. Yes. yes. Moment. Yeah. Well, when you have two cosmic beings of that power, you need some kind of connection to stop someone with the power, such as the Infinity Gauntlet, to stop anything and everything. No, but we see Adam Warlock's. Even in this, he like kind of switches costumes. Uh, if you look at his body, it's like a complete black costume now. Yep. It's like all right, whatever, you know. It even grows like double the size of uh, Silver Surfer, and he's growing to be ginormous cosmos proportions. But after that, we see this fantastic page, and I mean, the face of Galactus says it all when he's in this whirlwind of Nebula using the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, and she basically got the upper hand on all of the Celestials, as you would imagine. She does have the Infinity Gauntlet, after all. And we see that Warlock kept expanding. And there's a really nice panel with a little silver blob for a human. And it says, or Zen Lion, whatever they would be called. And it says, Warlock, where are you? And he says, nowhere, everywhere, at one with the universe of the soul gem. And it's not written, it's big green text. Sorry, it just, it just shows the sheer power of what he's saying. When it's yeah. when it's such such large text, it's not even contained within a speech bubble. It's just massive power, just to kind of give us an idea. You just hear the echo within it, an echo in space, mind you. Yeah, I don't know what it is about them doing this uh, outline in space thing because they did it for Thanos for many issues before this, and they even did it for uh, several other characters. I mean, as, as celestial beings and stuff. 
But well, it's kind of to show, like, for instance, Eternity. You always see Eternity with, like, half a face and the other half is just outline. That's kind of showing that they are a such a massive cosmic being that they can't be locked to a physical form. You know what, though? What do you think happens right after this panel in the original issue? Uh, another ad? <laughs> Way too many ads. Oh yes. my gosh. There's <laughs> another ad for Dungeons and Dragons second edition card collector set. 750 cards. Nice. For, yes, just for you Dungeons and Dragon nerds out there. Hey now, uh, I resemble that. Yeah, but you know what's even <laughs> crazier? Is you flip the page and you know what else there is? Another ad. <laughs> Rip that page out. All right. No, look at this, man. <laughs> There are so many ads. Even the next page is another ad for a trade paperback. Uh, you know what? Maybe Alex, you might have it. But getting I like Noah's getting idea. Back. Alex, rip it out. I dare you. <laughs> rip it out. Now, who's going to know? Okay. Who's okay. going to know? You know what? I didn't even notice this. I've never opened this comic of mine before. But you flip the page again, and it's more ads. It's is that an ad for a hook? That is an ad for Robin Williams' hook. Nice. Yes. Okay, <laughs> now let's rip it out. Rip it out. Right? Come on. Rip it out. And then, you know what's even oh. more ironic? And this oh, is super-duper <laughs> ironic. Is It's a uh, comic sale ad, right? But look who is the picture for the ad. Joker. <laughs> why is the Joker in a Marvel ad or a Marvel comic? You know what I mean? Why'd they approve this? Okay, another oh. one to rip out. Hold on, let's rip that one out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but right, after that, but... we finally get back into the comic. Yeah, let's get and back to this. Us six to... pages later. Yeah. It <laughs> takes us it takes us straight to uh, to Gamora. There's Gamora Pip. We got the whole gang right there. So now I have a question. They said everything was reversed 24 hours, but did time itself reverse as well, or have people lost a day? I, I'm, I'm guessing that it went back to 24 hours. I mean, uh, it's I would, just I would have liked to tie in where it's like people coming back 24 hours later, like, oh, I missed my business meeting or <laughs> stuff like that. Why weren't you at work? Well, I was dead. <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't at work either. I missed that day too. <laughs> well, why weren't you at work, Jim? Uh, I was drunk. Oh, that, <laughs> that's not an excuse. But he called in dead. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. So yeah, it goes back to uh, to Gamora and Iron Man and Pip. And uh, Gamora's like, "Who are you? I'm Iron Man. <laughs> Don't you know this?" She's like, no. <laughs> it's funny that they've slept in Guardians of the Galaxy recently. They're yeah. Not the yeah. Movie. yeah. But uh, so, yeah, they're saying that, uh, that hey, we're back. We're, we're you know, you're you're back alive. Um, you know, things are according to plan. That's good. And while he's eating ruffles. <laughs> yeah. Royalties. Yeah. Well, you know. Hey, how much can we if you look at it, it's also a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket next to him as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true enough. And what? Budweiser. Uh, Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser. Product placement, much? 
Anyway, but yeah, it's just basically talking about uh, you know it's 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 happening exactly as it's supposed to, and and somehow Pip is you know in on, in on this whole thing. Uh, when it gets here, it's going to arrive with a bang, and uh, and then we flash back to the throne world, and there's Stephen Strange with his hands locked in a energy box. Uh, Thanos is still being held by the by the ground and all the stones. And Surfer still dead, uh, or at least that's how it appears. Or unconscious, um, I think. Yeah, and then uh, with Adam Warlock within the Soul Gem, in that again that giant text, he says, "From the One, I reach out to the Five, and then it's got his face outlined, superimposed on the clenched fist of the Infinity Gauntlet." And then you just see giant explosion. Yeah, I mean, you see Silver Surfer in the Soul World be like, Adam and Adam's nowhere to be found. But you flip the page and you see everyone, and I mean everyone, frozen in stone, twisted and mangled. I mean, the only thing that you see is a giant text of the a new order exists within the universe all hail the coming of the omnipotent nebula and nebula truly has one in this page you get a full page spread of everyone just sitting there frozen in their spot uh, besides an unconscious silver surfer and doctor strange well, one thing i noticed is the head of the i guess we were talking about how the heads keep changing there's sort of a scarlet witch type of headband which yes. nebula doesn't have on yeah I thought that was a weird choice to add no yeah, i thought that as well mm, maybe me. she's just trying out new costumes in the stone yeah, pillar <laughs> like oh that no that scarlet witch i like her style yeah hey, man, it goes with my purple pumps uh. <laughs> anyway but if you look at some of the uh some of the the bodies of the celestial beings you know they're they're twisted and broken. I mean, you've got looks like uh, looks like hate, and hate's head is all twisted and, and neck is broken. Um, I mean, we're talking arms are twisted behind them and and obviously cracked, and it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's, and expressions it's, of horror on their faces. Oh yeah, it's like wow, this one being with this one mitten just killed us all. Don't yeah, call but, it a mitten. <laughs> yeah, Galactus looks like he has a really bad stomach ache. As my daughter, calls, my daughter calls it the glove thingy. The glove thingy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Galactus is like, oh, Indian food. He was running. He was running to the toilet, and she froze it. Oh man! Oh, and then uh, you go. It goes right back to Surfer, and he's like, "Adam, don't get lost out there. It's so <laughs> easy to do." <laughs> but I mean, then again, he is his body is his corporeal body is you know laid out on that uh, that throne world. So I think he's just that's where his soul is is in the soul gym right now. Yeah, that's all it is. Is his soul yeah. is there? Yeah, these yeah. panels are very cinematic. I think in terms of how they keep switching between the various scenes. Yeah, and then it goes back to uh, to Nebula addressing Thanos, and and she's like, Thanos, Thanos, bear witness to the birth of an astral dynasty which will last many a millennium, perhaps forever. What do you say to that? 
And Thanos smiles his cosmic Colgate smile and says, Let there be disharmony! And that, uh, you know. Actually, Warlock is the one that says disharmony. Well, War, yeah, it's, it's like, it's obviously part of the plan. You know, Warlock says disharmony, as, uh, as, as Red Skull pointed out there. And then again, it flashes back to the Soul Gem saying, Adam, Adam, you've got to come back. <laughs> I don't know. He seems a little bit whiny there, but that's, that's I miss just my. You. <laughs> and, uh, come on. I mean, Adam, where and are then you? The, uh, <laughs> my sister is so lonely without red, you. Some red skull Adam. up there. You really see how. Um, who really is the brains behind the plan in this? You really notice that Thanos and Warlock are the only two that really know everything that's going on. Yeah, so they were in cahoots. Yep. Doom was right. Boom, 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 boom. Doom is gone. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, now. <laughs> but uh, so the Infinity Gauntlet looks like it bursts into flames. And, uh, and Nebula is like, ah, what is this? And Thanos is just like, retribution. And it just falls off of her. She throws it on the ground. Yeah. And then Stephen Strange is like, time to call in the reserves. And it looks like simultaneously both he and Thanos just break out of their prison. They're holding. As well as all of the heroes at the same time. Everybody's prison just breaks open. And what do they do? They all go for a mad dash, you know, for, for the gauntlet. Yeah. Now, it's a free it's like, for all. It's mine. It's mine. No, it's mine. Get out of my way. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I love the scene where he got Drax putting Hulk in a headlock. <laughs> and you Hulk idiot, I'm like, on your side. I'm on your side. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, That's great. Yeah, they're fighting over it. Uh, you know, Stephen Strange says grab it in a spell, and, and Nebula punches him in the face, and he, of course, loses it. It pops back, and then it's like it's like a scramble for a fumble. I mean, everybody's going after it. But yeah, you know, you've got uh, you know Thor smashing Thanos's face into the ground. Uh, Eros is holding back uh, Nebula, and of course Drax is you know got Hulk in a headlock. And and well, who finally gets to it? Who finally well, gets? That's to the-, the cool thing about it is you see this giant collaboration of panels all on one page of just Hulk, Thanos, Drax, Gamora, or not. Oh, Hulk, Thanos, uh, Taraxia. Just that's not Taraxia. That's that's Nebula. Nebula. Okay. So you see this giant with their pan- hair being pulled back with their mouth wide open. Right. <laughs> okay. Inappropriate. <laughs> but you see this giant page of Hulk. You know Thanos, um, Nebula, Drax, Eros, all reaching out for it. Even Thor. And uh, the thing lays on the ground, and that's when you see this giant barrage of colors explode. And the one that emerges is Adam Warlock with the gong. Let conflict end. He kills it. He is the supreme being right now. And I just love that right there, that, that whole little bubble right there. Let the conflict end. With fist and everybody on the ground around him look like... <gasps> I didn't get it. And he's like, and he will deal with all matters in his own fashion. All of the frozen in stone, dead or dying or just broken celestial bodies are all 
freed and gone. They're they're no longer there. But yeah, like then, if everybody's just like that was in stone, gone. Yeah, they're just all freed, and and, uh, and then it goes back to the heroes, and they're all staring at Adam, and uh, Thanos is like. The gauntlet belongs to me! And, and he and gets Adam's put like, in his place really yeah. fast. Yeah, Adam's like, you'd only lose it again. You don't really deserve it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and of course, Debbie is like trying to, to rally everybody against Adam Warlock. They're like, you fools are going to let him grab the power? What right has he to it? And Adam's I just love like, his answer. I love the right him. of possession. That's enough. It's like, <laughs> I have it. What are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. Nine tenths of the law. If if this was like a you know the Scotty Young little little Infinity Gauntlet, he'd be like, "Find your keepers." <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious, Scotty Young as little Infinity Gauntlet. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would. But, be uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then he goes on to say, "The infinite power is now Adam Warlock. Seek not to dispute that claim." And I think at this point, everybody realizes just how futile of a gesture it would be to try and contest that. They all look shocked. Well, except for maybe Hulk. Hulk looks like he's posing for something. Anyway, but uh, but they all look either shocked or mad. They're just they just got to take it. They're like, you know what? You're right. And he's like, I promise to use it wisely. <laughs> and then, great power comes great responsibility. And then he slaps both the green giants. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, click, and he's like, all right, thermonuclear device is activated, and they're all like, why? He's like, because I would prefer death to imprisonment. And it's like, who the hell is going to imprison Thanos? What are you going to put him in to imprison him? But yeah, that slap that you mentioned, that is Thanos slapping them. Yes, yes. Thanos slapping both Drax and Hulk. Hulk. And oh, yeah, he man. hits the little button on his belt. And uh, he says, I suggest you puny fools put some distance between yourselves and my person. A thermonuclear device. On my person, <laughs> set to detonate in 15 seconds. And that's so 1990s right there, too. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, thermonuclear device, uh, you know, cosmic radiation. Oh, no, the Reds are going to come and get us kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very it, – it very much so dates it. Um, it does. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he would – he says he would prefer death to imprisonment. Uh, pride equals – my one fatal flaw. Yep. I, I like how he speaks in a math equation there. It's funny. Um, and everybody's like, no time to deactivate the bomb. Stand back. And, and Thor just knocks it out of the park. And by it, I mean Thanos and his thermonuclear belt. You know what? If you have the infinity gauntlet and your warlock, it's just like, why not? Just be like, all right, you're gone. Or just even better. You know, he clicks it and he's like, it's going to blow up in 15 seconds. And, and uh, warlock, you know, snaps his fingers. And he's like, what belt are you talking about? What about that fish? <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of get rid of it. And of course, big giant explosion. Uh, and Hulk is like, what a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it, it, I, I swear there's a, there's like a, a sibling rivalry tone to what Eros says. Exactly what I've expected of Thanos. Big show off. You know, he's like, oh, if he's going to go out, he's going to go out and take his ball and go home. And then uh, it, it goes back to, to Eros and he's like, I, as representative of the sovereign state of Titan, claim custody of Nebula. Titan should judge and imprison her. And Warlock's like, OK, so be it. 
<laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and then they're they're just poof gone. All of the titans and they're, they're all gone. And all that's left is Fothor, Silver Surfer, Stephen Strange, and Sorcerer and uh, and Supreme Being Adam Warlock. Right. And the reason they're still there is because uh, Adam Warlock has basically shared his soul with them and he feels like they're the ones that can trust him without a doubt. And he basically tells them to tell everyone else it's going to be okay. You, you experience my soul and you can trust me. And, and it's not just you can masses that they can trust in me as well. It's exactly. not just you, but let every, let, let every celestial being know that I can be trusted. So, so does that mean that surfers a herald again? Somewhat. <laughs> it doesn't last very long, but somewhat. Yeah. Um, and, and Strange is like, hey, you know, power power corrupts. You know, it's a truism that can't be ignored. And Warlock is, you, you fear a cosmic despot? Surely you must realize even before Thanos, you lived under such tyranny. And uh, they're like, but it was a benign reign. And this is Thor speaking. It was a benign reign. Random and unfocused. So it was was not, you know, focused on us. It wasn't, there wasn't anything really we could deal with that. You know, it was an occasional thing. Then he's just like, you know, what, you're afraid of replacing your usual chaos with order? Is that unpalatable for you? If you guys are superheroes, are you afraid that things went right? You wouldn't have anything to do? (laughs) They won't have a job. And then he says something cool. And he says the distance between what he was and what he is now is insurmountable, like an ant contemplating the cosmos. And he says there's nothing left to say. And we see all three characters sort of reaching out to him, trying to get closer, and poof, they disappear. And they're replaced with Gamora and Pip the Troll. And Pip obviously knows what's going on. He says, what's happening, big guy? And that's when you see them continue their journey, I guess, back into the... uh it's not necessarily the soul world, but it's back it's a, to it's where they, yeah, it's yeah. a planet where they realize Thanos has returned to yeah, six, 60 days in the future on an unnamed planet. Yep. And we immediately see this outline, this silhouette of Thanos in a field of what it looks like to be a uh, tall grass or corn. Corn, I think. Bamboo. <laughs> Bamboo cornfield. But some as it turns time. out, it's just a scarecrow in Thanos' costume. <laughs> Which I thought was like, okay. That's kind of funny. It would be, it would be funny if, if Thanos was hiding it. Trying to, <laughs> he was like being inconspicuous in a scarecrow's outfit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the Take jeans the and the plaid shirt. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, he's like... Uh, What's in that house? They they come across a house and and sure enough, it's and, and this is to my knowledge the only time you ever see Thanos outside of his purple and gold costume. Yep. And they just walk up to the house and they're like, "How's it going, Thanos? I should have known I couldn't fool you. <laughs> <laughs> you not only have all these stones, but you know I couldn't trick you beyond that." You know, I'm Thanos, but I'm not that smart. Thanos the farmer. <laughs> Thanos the farmer. <laughs> that was just like, really? 
I, I was like, oh. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, he's like, Warlock is like, you know, the, the universe holds no secrets. Why wouldn't I know who you are? And uh, Thanos is like, the memory's dim. Why have you waited so long to gain vengeance? He's like, I've, it was 60 days, dude. It's not, <laughs> it's not like I had to do it over next week, you know? Uh, it, <laughs> and it's like they start, they're, they're just chatting on the porch, you know? And Warlock is actually there to ask Thanos for advice. Not something you would expect a supreme being to ask of, uh, of a Titan, but... Uh, but he's being and, humble. Yeah, well, he's being humble about it, and Thanos is like, either deal with it or give it up. Yeah, and... Endure or surrender. Yeah, and that's basically the extent of his advice. Because what happens is they end up leaving afterwards, and Thanos asks him, where does where does the Supreme go, being go from here? And he says, to conflict, to resolution, and then on to another conflict. Sort of ad libbed it. Yeah, and he's just, <laughs> he's just like, that's that's what I got to do now, I guess. He's really, what do you do as a supreme being? So, okay. Solve problems. Yeah, that's it. What else is there to do? Yeah, and then Gamora and Pip are wondering, you know, you're just going to let him be here? He's he's a criminal. He's done so much wrong. He's a monster. And he's like, he's, he's just a piece. He's just a pawn in my universe. But uh, he has to be here because without him, the picture is incomplete. Has to be here. You know, and that's the thing. When you have Adam Warlock or Captain Marvel or even Silver Surfer, you have to have Galactus or Thanos. Yes, every yin must have a yin. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, there's no reason for a hero if there is not a villain. And... That's definitely what it is. You see this last page, and you just see Thanos sitting with a smile on his porch. He's a farmer now. He doesn't see that he has failed or succeeded, but he is just content with who he is. And I think he learned a little bit about himself after this. He doesn't need Mistress Death to be happy. He just needs himself to be content. Well, he says that he feels that he came out ahead of this particular deal because he doesn't have to deal with all the problems of the universe. Now he doesn't have to deal with all that power. And that's the thing he stepped down. And that's the coolest thing about it is you see on this last page is Thanos is the bigger person in this. He realizes I had a taste of being God and I had a taste of being the infinite, but I'm done with that now, and I've experienced it, and let's move on to better things. And that better things, that better things is cane farming. Yeah, and he's he's clearly still working out in his little house. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of that little house, now that the last picture is just beautifully drawn, him sitting on the steps in front of the front door there, hands crossed, you know, just, he's beaten, but content. Is, ba- is you can you can see from the look on his face, but take your eyes to the picture of the door behind him. I kid you not, that must have taken hours to draw those five hundred little cobweb little lines that are behind him. Oh yeah, that, it looks like somebody Deeper. just. I, I I would not have the patience for that at all. No, oh. some poor kid. Yeah, he's just <laughs> slaving away at that. 
so are you saying that the 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 uh, the web design there was a was a Marvel intern unpaid? Yes, yes. I think it was a shadow. It was a ghost artist. Just I, kid. Yes, I agree with you, Noah, completely. Because man, no artist is going to take the time to put that much detail into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, so so that wraps up Infinity Gauntlet, and and it's I gotta say, man, for it to be even now so many years later such a powerful story you know it it definitely holds true and just having it there in in its entirety it's definitely something that if you've never read it before you are you are missing out you're missing out on on one of the greatest story arcs in marvel's history yeah there's definitely every part of the universe involved here and it's hard. It's interesting because so many years later, after so many events that we've, I'm sure we've all read, looking back at this, it still holds up in its own manner. I mean, the conflict resolution was a bit, I guess, I don't know, dissatisfying in a way for me personally, but still the buildup, the mm-hmm. actual event itself, the dialogue, the sort of terror that you feel and the power that's displayed is something that not a lot of events do anymore. Because I mean, really what, what is it? Most events are really just a buildup and then the end is just like, really? I mean, how many yeah. events can you say an ending was like, wow, I really enjoyed that ending. This one. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. There's very few, very few. And and that I'll be honest, I'm kind of worried about you know the current Secret Wars right now. How is that going to tie up and how is it going to end? You know, it's a good, it's, who knows? No, definitely. And like you were saying, like this is one of those stories that Marvel just took the reins on and just ran with it. I mean, even now we're going to see a movie on Infinity War and if you haven't read Infinity War, it's also fantastic. And it goes right off the heels of this almost. Yeah. But I think the reason why it was also such a good uh, storyline and how it just wrapped up really well is because they kept it simple to six issues. How many of these story arcs now are 20, 30, 50, <laughs> you know, issues into it? Yeah, absolutely. Put too many and, hands into the pot, it, it just it ruins the story. Yeah, and and I think that if it were if this kind of story was done nowadays, I mean, every time you saw somebody from another, you know, another title, like you see Captain America in and his part of the Infinity Gauntlet battle, you would have his own little three part solo title yeah, from exactly. his perspective and the X-Men and the Avengers and Iron Man solo and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And okay. you, you would have each each angle from you know and, and, and you would see that same battle over and over and over again just from each person's perspective. And I think that it being held to just these six issues it, it told exactly. the story so well that you didn't need all of those extra tie-ins. Yep, that's yeah. what I was saying. You know, just just because they kept it at six, that's what made the story so beautiful. All the extra tie-ins and extra story stuff really dilutes it and really kind of ruins the story. Yeah, as as someone who's flipped through over half of the tie-ins, I've got to say, 
while these may have tricked people into thinking the tie-ins were essential, they really weren't. They were pointless, to be honest. And I guess kind of the one thing I will blame this event for is creating sort of tie-ins that weren't really tie-ins, which we saw with, with Infinity. If you read Thunderbolts, especially with the most recent Infinity, there was like, oh, look, there's like a spaceship in space. That must be there must be something going on there. And that was like the tie into infinity. That's a dumb, that's the same thing as we were talking about in a previous issue with the Spider-Man tie in where it was just like a dream, but it wasn't necessarily had anything to do with the story itself. It just kind of explained the story a little bit more in detail and what his plot was. Yeah. And in, in the Quasar uh, tie in, he's inside of Epic fighting like swamp monsters but overall i think i think we all enjoyed reading this especially red and and Cadis, who were experiencing it for the first time no i enjoyed it it was, it was a good read i'm glad that you did and i'm surprised it took you so long to finally get into this well you hey, know I, i'm still behind about two hundred thousand comics you know i'm only up to like the 1970s 80s right now it's a good thing you're focusing. It's a good thing you're focusing on DC for now, though. Yeah, and Rusty, you really don't have a whole lot to, to say there, Mister. I haven't read any Walking Dead. Yeah, or Invincible, or Invincible, or Invincible. Yeah, exactly. Shame on you. I can now pick on you because I've read most. Of it. You know, I can tell you almost anything about Marvel, but you throw anything else at me, and I'm like, oh no, run away. Our story has finally ended. So please go check out next Saturday's podcast when... Wow, wait a minute. What is this? I just found an orange stone in my chair. You too? I found a red stone in my sofa last week, but I didn't say anything because I thought I was crazy. Whoa, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, what, you, what, are, what is it you're talking about? Wait, what? A blue one? Um, yeah, be sure to check out okay, our Facebook so page at 4Guys in a Comic. Wait, what? And What's going on, Rusty? I don't know. Number one. All of a sudden, I'm getting a Captain America kind of vibe. We're gonna basically gonna go through this cover uh, to cover. Like we're gonna start off with the cover. Famous cover here. Of <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? I know where y'all live. I got some minions that I'm gonna send to you guys. Um, I need those stones for some research, please. Yeah, yeah. Sure you do, Red Skull. Trust the Hydra leader with unlimited power. So see you all next week for a universe that's not limited to just half its population. Hold, hold on, hold on. My, my girlfriend is here. Uh, Reagan, you're so cold lately. I'll do anything to make you feel better. This is frustrating. Half the universe. Hold, hold on, hold on. What do you mean, hold What? How did you... David. David, are you okay? With who? What's, what's going on, guys? Are, are the four of you still here? Well, I guess we'll just have to see who's left when you visit us again next week. Till then, I have to make my lady.